Weikert Realtors Triad Associates presents David Helms and Rick Epperson talking about Triad Real Estate. Well, hello. We are happy to be here. This is our first podcast. Hopefully, uh, over the next few months, we'll be able to uh, discuss some topics concerning real estate that most folks will find interesting and perhaps entertaining. So today, uh, doing the podcast, myself, David Helms, and with me is Rick Epperson. Rick is the president and broker in charge of Weikert Realtors Triad Associates here in Winston-Salem. I am his business partner and a principal of the firm. And I think today we, uh, after spending a lot of time uh, digging up some topics that may be of interest to the general public, I think we've decided on three things. So uh, the first one, you know, with real estate, it's always besides location, 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 it's about timing. So, uh, Rick, you were telling me just the other day about how you think this is probably one of the best times to sell that we've ever seen in our history of our company. So, uh, what do you think about that? How many uh, items do you really think there are to talk about? I think there's over like a thousand different things, maybe a million in real estate. Well, let's do. <laughs> let's just do a couple per bo- per podcast. Okay. okay. <laughs> So repeat your question. Uh, Why (laughs) is now the time for sellers to sell? Now's a great time for sellers to sell because the market has been so good in the last, uh, I'd say, 24 to 36 months. Uh, The economy's uh, uh, picked up. It's been good. Interest rates are great right now. uh, Got some of our lowest interest rates we've had in a long time. Recently, the Fed... Uh, reduce the rate again, and uh, uh, folks that have their homes uh, in great shape, cleaned up, ready to go, are having a lot of success in getting a good uh, uh, dollar for their home, getting top dollar for their home. Well, that's awesome. Uh, With what we've been looking at over the last few months, if somebody's home is in great shape and properly priced, how long do you think they could uh, expect to have it on the market before it sells? it's properly priced and um, <clears throat> marketing is set up, I mean, they, they potentially could have their home sold in the first uh, week or two that it goes on the market right now. We're having such an influx of uh, out-of-state buyers and uh, coming to our marketplace. The triad's growing, and we're real excited about that, certainly. And um, so I think uh, you, can, you can really expect to have a quick sale if you're, if you're really set up to go. Now, one of the things that comes out of that is uh, what we've been seeing lately. I think you mentioned that you'd seen it just yesterday, was that perhaps uh, when somebody gets an offer on the house, they get more than one. What do you do with something yeah, like wait, that? Yeah, so there's a lot of lot of properties right now that are getting multiple offers uh, out there. And um, obviously, uh, when an agent gets a, a multiple offer situation, they've got to be fair to uh, the uh, the other agents, the, the other the potential buyers, and and of course the home seller. So normally, uh, what we do in a case like that is we just lay out the facts, uh, give that seller all the facts and information on those offers, and and let them uh, uh, make a determination about which direction they want to go, whether or not they want to uh, uh, counter any of the offers price wise, or maybe some of the other terms and conditions of the offer. And, um, and we go from there. Well, to jump down a little bit of a rabbit hole, uh, but you just mentioned a great point. So if you had a home that had three offers on it, 
uh, maybe the highest price wouldn't get it. What would be some other things that are important that would be part of an offer? Absolutely. So, you know, we have people, uh, when they're leaving the area, they've got time frames, they've got uh, uh, places they have to be. Uh, so maybe a closing date or time, maybe um, uh, uh, inspections, uh, that kind of thing, uh, uh, as far as uh, what's to be completed or what's to be repaired on a home. Uh, also, um, so, you know, it's it's just uh, it could be the amount of, of earnest money or the pre-qualification of a buyer. Um, you know, there's a lot of different mortgage companies out there, and 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 most of them do a great job, but. Sometimes, you know, uh, like in every business, we'll, we'll find a loophole. So we have to look at the total picture. Okay, so to recap that, what you're saying is some things that are important to an offer would be how quickly one can close, um, how, mu- how little someone is willing to cause the seller to have to do in way of repairs, uh, how much proof the buyer can prove that they are uh, capable of getting the financing they need to get the property. Is that right? That's right. Very good. I think they call it willing and able. Perfect. Buyer. It's not always just price, right? Right. That's right. That's right. A lot of people just think top bid wins. And more times than not, perhaps it does. But these other things are also important. Absolutely. Uh, okay, so another thing that you alluded to uh, as far as the condition of the home, what's something that a seller can do to uh, makes a home more marketable and also maybe take some of the uh, anxiety away from a potential buyer as far as uh, what they might have to encounter after they buy a home? Particularly uh, with an older home uh, or even a home that's uh – three or four or five years old, what you might want to consider doing is a, uh, is a good home warranty with the uh, real estate company that uh, is handling your property so that you can take some of the, uh, the fears away for the buyer. Normally, those home warranties are good for a period of a year from the date of closing, and um, they're normally pretty reasonable. They they're normally range anywhere from in the $500 to $800 range. And um, they cover so much. They cover, you know, major components of the home, which are really important. Heating, air, plumbing, electrical. Uh, Some of them cover some roofing, that type of thing. So a great product to have on a property uh, to take away some of the fear for uh, a buyer that's new to the market, a first-time buyer, or somebody that has not bought or purchased a home in uh, quite some time. So let's walk through, for example, because a lot of people I know maybe not uh, are uh, familiar with the concept of a home warranty. So let's say I buy a home and I move in and two weeks down the road, my stove stops working. What do I do? Well, normally there's a uh, 800 number, a service number, an 800 number that you call on these warranties. And they normally have their, their own repair Uh, guys in place and uh, some of the warranties vary a little bit but most of them have some type of deductible in place and you uh, pay the deductible you call the company set up the uh, time for them to come out but pay them the deductible when they come out and uh, and then they fix uh, repair or replace whatever might be um, in need of of work so 
That's generally the way it works. So the deductible you're speaking of, I think they also refer that to as maybe the service fee or the trade fee. Is that right? That's correct. And uh, I'd say based on what we've seen, most of them are either uh, $75 or $100, right? That's right. So in the case of if you had a stove or a fridge or or another uh, component of your house and it completely went kerplunk after you moved in, then... Theoretically, for seventy-five or a hundred bucks, you could have a whole new, a whole new appliance. Is that what a, right? What a deal, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't think you can beat that. Also, I, I think it's <laughs> it's probably really especially important because when you move into a home, you don't know what's all its little idiosyncrasies yet. You know, you're getting used to it, and uh, I think the idea of a home warranty, especially for that first year, gives a little peace of mind that maybe you don't see, um, uh, yet you wouldn't have if you didn't have a home warranty. So we talked about sellers. Uh, With the sellers having these multiple offers, what does that mean it's really, really important for the buyers to be thinking of as they approach the market in today's market? Well, you know the markets change, and right now we're in a seller's market, what's considered a seller's market. And... um, for buyers going into the marketplace, I think they need a, I really feel like they need a good savvy agent that understands the marketplace that they're, they live in or they want to live in. And um, it's important to know that, um, to be able to recognize whether a home is properly priced, not overpriced, and if it is properly priced, when you go in to look at a home and you like the home, it's, it's probably a property, if you're really liking it and it looks really great, the next buyer that's going to come in at 4 or 5 o'clock that afternoon is probably going to think the same thing. So it's, it's a, a kind of market that buyers have to react quickly. If they don't react quickly in making, uh, making their mind up once they get out there and get to looking, then more than likely the house is going to be gone in this market. So if, I, if I'm a buyer and let's say I'm looking for a – $175,000 house, and it's it's what I have been wanting. It's what I have discussed with my agent, has all the things that I want, and here it is, $175,000. It's been on the market for half a day, so I should go in and probably, um, after my agent figures out what the true market value would be, I should probably gonna just go in and offer one hundred and fifty, dollars right? No, not necessarily. I don't think that would be a great idea. Really? Right. <laughs> well, now, you know, we're kidding about this, but this is something that we see all the time. That we, t- we tell buyers, hey, when you find the right house, and you'll know it, because we never try to get somebody to buy a house that they don't want. But you can tell when somebody falls in love with a house and they get all excited and they go, okay, yes, I want this one. So we, we studiously do the comparable sales and help them figure out what a fair price would be for that house. And then we advise them, this house is priced properly. You should come in uh, fairly close to the asking price, if not at asking price. And then they come in, they say, no, we're going to lowball. And how does that always end? Well, that always ends in a lot of heartache and disappointment for the buyers. Because if you don't, the reason you have a real estate professional is because you're looking for that help, that advice, uh, that person uh, that is in that line of work 
uh, that does that every day, that understands what needs to be done, understands all the steps, the processes, and you've got to have some trust in your, your agent that you pick, and you've got to understand that the, more than likely um, you, have, you have engaged them to be your agent, so you have a, have, obviously have some trust level, so you want to, want to think that uh, they're advising you in the right way. And if they tell you that, uh, hey, guys, this house isn't going to be on the market uh, in a few days, if you're really uh, that interested in this house and you're just like you're really loving this property uh, and we need to make a full price offer, that's probably what you need to do. Yeah. Good advice. Good advice. And, and we, we're sort of rubbing this in because we have seen so many times in the last six months where uh, that advice is just not heeded. And we see people lose property after property after property. So please, if you're going to engage a real estate professional and you trust their advice, heed their advice. So, Rick, since this is our first podcast, and I, you can probably tell this truly is our first podcast for both of us, but um, we're having fun so far, and it's really exciting to be able to share some things that, that we see that uh, are important uh, to our customers in today's market. But uh, let's, let's do a throwback, and let's talk a little bit about uh, where we came from, Rick. So um, why don't you tell us a little bit about... Uh, how how we got started in the real estate business are you sure you want to do this i'm fairly certain that uh yeah we'll, we'll get the good news is this gets edited way down so uh it'll be all right <laughs> okay okay all right dave dave and i met dave was uh dave has had different uh, backgrounds uh, in the financial world uh over his uh career and uh, dave and i met he was uh in the banking business, and uh, uh, I was in the real estate business, and I used to uh, buy some properties and fix them up and resell them, and uh, had some expertise in that. and uh, And Dave was uh, was one of my bankers, and so that's how we met and developed a friendship. That's how we started. And that was back in eighteen what? Eighteen ninety two. Just to be exact, no, it's been now. Uh, it's been uh, uh, over twenty years. Yeah, yeah, over, 20 over twenty years. years. Yeah. So uh, you know, like Rick said, we were. I was uh, a commercial lender, and Rick was a, a professional uh, realtor, and also um, he was doing flips. And back then, flips weren't cool. Everybody wasn't doing them. They didn't have. HGTV or 42 shows on flips and uh, here this guy comes in he wants to borrow some money and what are you doing while well, I'm buying houses I'm fixing them up and I'm selling them I'm like that is really cool I want to play so before you know it we have a little company on the side um, and that company we started buying houses and uh, and fixing them up and flipping them well one of the things that uh, that we found out was every time we bought a house uh, we usually made a little bit of money on them but sometimes less than others we would find out there was something hidden about that house that there was no way we could have known about it until we bought it and so from there we said well wouldn't that be a great idea if rather than dealing with um these unknowns that we know there's going to be an unknown why don't we just build one from scratch 
So we went out, we got a, a building license, and then we started building homes as well as doing remodels. So um, I think it's, it, it might be interesting to talk a little bit about the name of our first company. Uh, th there was a book that I read a long time ago, and it was apropos for, for this year because it was called Young Men with, Limit, uh, with Unlimited Capital. And uh, it was about the, the folks that financed Woodstock. And it was one of the most interesting reads I've ever read. It was a great book. I wish I had a copy of it. But anyway, it was about uh, this great idea these guys had for a, a rock festival and how it was planned out very well and just everything went awry. So if, you don't, if you're not aware of it, those guys lost some pretty serious money on that, on Woodstock, the most famous concert of all time. But the name of the book was Young Men with Unlimited Capital. So Rick and I, you know, started out, uh, we were quite a bit younger and uh and greener in our careers so uh, our first company um is in, it's called ymlc llc and that stood for young men with limited capital <laughs> i'm glad you got that right <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so uh so we got to building for a while oh by the way one of the things uh that we did uh we both had you know day jobs as i mentioned in we got to the point where we had so many uh, either custom builds in line or remodel jobs in line that we decided to make a to make a, a jump and and just go out on our own specifically. And uh, and when was that that we decided to do such a big career change, Rick? <laughs> I think it was six weeks before nine eleven. It was right? six weeks before nine eleven. So yep, absolutely. So we had a whole stack of business lined up for nine before uh, that nine eleven, and then it's what's referred in the real estate business as called timing. Yes, yes, timing we're the kings is everything. Because you, you can imagine on the on nine twelve, we only had one contract and i think that guy still owes us money but uh, <laughs> i think we gave up on collecting that but anyway uh so uh everything that we've done we've we've pretty much done the hard way so as we came along we were building some houses and um and uh of course rick had long background as a uh, realtor and i had uh, done a little bit of realty business in uh, georgia when i lived down there and was somewhat familiar with it so we developed a, a, or built a real estate company to go along with the building company. And over time, I think some of the larger uh, production builders came in and sort of squeezed us out of the market that we were focusing on, which was more at that time was more of a first time home buyer market. And so uh, we decided the short version is we decided to focus our efforts on the real estate business. And so uh, we had a little, uh, very local uh, real estate company. Of course, it's still local, but it had a local name. And then what happened about 10 years ago? Yeah, we, uh, we decided we had a lot of people calling on us, national companies calling on us about wanting us to affiliate with them. And, uh, you know, we decided to uh, become a Weikert franchise. So we're currently Weikert Realtors Triad Associates here in the Triad. Now tell us a little bit about Weikert, uh, Rick. Weikert is the uh, largest independently owned uh, real estate company in the U.S. Uh, they're still run by the Weikert family, uh, yet they're a major uh, player and force in the marketplace, particularly the Northeast 
uh, where the headquarters is at, uh, right outside of uh, New York City. So um, we felt Weikert had the same values and uh, uh, things in, in, in line that we felt, you know, how we felt about the real estate business. And um, after much consideration and hearing several different uh, companies pitch us, we decided that Weikert was going to be the right fit for us. Very large relocation company, uh, third largest in the industry, um, Weikert Workforce Mobility. Um, growing company, we're in about 40 states now, about 350 uh corporate offices and about 350 franchise offices. So we're excited about being uh, Weikert here in the Triad. That's fantastic, and I certainly uh, concur. It's a, it's a great place to be. Uh, we're in a, a really nice growth phase right now, and uh, we're glad we're here. So anyway, uh, that sort of probably wraps up our, our first podcast. I think everybody's probably heard enough of us for one day, but uh, we look forward to coming back and uh, finding some other topics that might be important to anybody that's thinking about buying or selling, investing, or otherwise uh, doing something in the real estate market. So I appreciate uh, everyone letting us come out. And Rick, I appreciate your insight hey, on all this stuff. Check out our new website, www.weikertriad.com. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Get in touch with David and Rick at Weikert Realtors Triad Associates. Telephone 336-759-0060. Located at 3061 Trendwest Drive, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Online at weikerttriad.com.